Hello, this is Fed965. Yes, that's F E D 965. And welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Let's just go. I am uh, currently um, shirtless um, and uh, chest is out. Gold chain with gold cross uh, is hanging around my neck. Um, I am uh, currently in, um, got a, you know, the swimsuit is on, I got the, you know, the bathing trunks, uh, the swim trunks, um, and, uh, they are, uh, you know, today I have the, uh, they are black, uh, with, um, uh, green and, um, and orange and blue um, leaves. It's kind of like a, a jungle-themed, um, you know, thing going on here. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of um, uh, really, it just kind of, you know, fits the mood for the day. Um, and I'm also actually lying uh, in bed, or I guess I'm sitting in bed to be precise, and I'm currently, you know, eating some uh, some grapes. Yeah, some grapes, and I'm currently sipping on a delicious beverage, um, a green bottle, delicious beverage out of a green bottle. Um, previously, I was sipping on a, a delicious beverage out of a brown bottle, and previously, uh, you know, I was in the woods here today, um, went real deep again, you know, the Ford really was, uh, you know, up to par again and was really just churning through the, the grab on the dirt all the way in there all the way in there um you know to really got where we needed to get to uh you know i got a favorite parking spot in the woods it's kind of on an incline it's kind of inside the forest there you know there's some bushes that kind of serve as camouflage and, uh, you know, I really got it just, you know, I got my spot in the woods and I really love it. I really do. Um, but, you know, just to really get to what we're trying to get to, uh, I'll give you the, you know, the, the rundown here later um, uh, about, you know, our time in the woods. I don't want to dox her, so I will say her name is, um, let's say her name is Alejandra. Yes, I was uh, in the woods with Alejandra and uh, as well as um, uh, my German shepherd, uh, Rioja. So it was Alejandra and uh, Rioja. Um, and, and yeah, you know, we had just a, a great time in the woods, if you know what I mean. Um, point being, we got a lot to cover. And um, you know, let's just um, go right to um, about the price of, uh, of Bitcoin here. Yeah. What the price of Bitcoin today is uh, twenty one thousand two hundred and two USD. The block height is uh, seven four two four five six. And by the way, there are one thousand and ten days left. Yes, you heard that right. That's one thousand and ten days left. Um, and yeah, and we're moving. We're moving right along. Where we really are. And. Going right to the, you know, the trending stories of the day. Gold miners, number one from the HuffPost. Uh, gold miner stumbles upon shocking Ice Age era discovery. What do you think? I, I feel like he found a saber-toothed tiger. 
Now, a Canadian gold miner uncovered a mummified Ice Age era woolly mammoth. Uh, yeah. The young woolly mammoth named Nunchauga, or Big Baby Animal by the Chorandek Hiwichi in First Nation Band, is a discovery that joins a number of other Ice Age era finds, according to a press release. Well, that's just great. There really is. I love woolly mammoths, um, as well as their cousin. That's a metaphor. Um, their cousin, the... Um, what's the other one? There's the woolly mammoth, and, and then there's the other one. What's the other one? I want to look this up. Woolly mammoth and the cousin is the um, uh, woolly mammoth cousin. I think that'll come up as a search term. Actually, it worked. The mastodon. Yeah, exactly. The the mammoth and then there's the mastodon. Um, so, yeah, that's the cousin. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so that's just great. And let's just go now to uh, CNN. Uh, world leaders mock Putin at meeting. Uh-oh, uh-oh. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, poked fun at Russian President Vladimir Putin's infamous, infamous bare-chested photos at a G7 meeting in, in Crown Germany. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, well, you know, I hope he's got, you know, thick skin. Number three from Newsweek. Putin Alley announces a uh, first city Russia will strike if World War III starts. Wow. Well, I hope it's not in any city that I'm in, but I am moving to Spain, which is in Europe, if you didn't know. Um, so, you know, um, that's a uh, European capital. I don't have a subscription to this. Hopefully it's not Madrid. Hopefully it's not Madrid. Um, I don't know um, to find out. I'm gonna, don't wonder if I can Google this. I'm gonna guess it's um, it's um, it's Paris. I'm guessing it's Paris. No, it's London, right? It's London. Um, well, well, you know, thank God. Um, you know, thank. Um, wait. Yeah, it's London. Yeah, yeah, it's London. Now, thank God I'm not moving to London. Um, and you know, I'm really, you know, I feel for the, um, you know, the people of London here. Um, they are definitely in the crosshairs. Um, that's not good. It's definitely not good. Um, you know, and you know, I wish them the best of luck, and I wish us the best of luck, and you know. And I wish, you know, the world the best of luck. But uh, here we go. Number four from Reuters. Russia's Putin to make first foreign trip since launching Ukraine war. Okay. Vladimir Putin will visit two small former Soviet states in Central Asia this week. Russian state television reported on Sunday. And what would be the Russian leader's first known trip abroad since ordering the invasion of Ukraine? Um, where is he going to go? Uh, he's gonna go to. He will first visit Tajikistan and then uh, Turkmenistan, and then meet Indonesian President Joko Widodo for talks in Moscow. Um, so uh, so yeah, you know, um, 
So that's where uh, he's going to be, um, if anybody was interested. Um, but anyways, that's that. And, you know, but uh, let's just get really to, you know, what we need to cover today. It is Sunday. Um, and because it is Sunday, so, you know, had a, a nice outing in the woods here today with Alejandra and um, Rioja. And, you know, the, the thing is, you know, that... Um, I was, uh, by the way, I was wearing um, a uh, a really nice kind of, um, I would say, almost like a like a safari uh, type, uh, uh, you know, button down shirt. You know, it's got like um, some, um, you know, it's got some vents for, you know, uh, airflow. It's, you know, breathable fabric. Um, it's uh, beige um, and it's uh, really just fantastic. And, you know, have the the sleeves rolled up and there's a you know a kind of like a a strap that you can button so that it's so that the uh, the sleeves when they're rolled up they stay in place it's really just a fantastic shirt so i was wearing that and plus i was wearing uh one of my favorite uh hats here uh there's the uh you know the black cap uh, or you know baseball hat here that's uh, also got a um uh, blue and white logo as well as a uh, yellow and a black logo um, and it's just really fantastic um, and I was wearing that plus um, and dark blue jeans and a brown leather boots and we were out there you know on the trail really deep in the woods uh, as you know I parked the Ford at my parking spot um, no really deep in the woods there um, and then you know we commenced on foot um, and you know, immediately, you know, it was just, it was a great walk, but I would say, you know, um, probably about, you know, seven minutes into the walk, we really encountered, uh, well, here's the thing, Rioja, or, you know, the German Shepherd, you know, was uh, scouting up ahead, just, you know, having a grand old time. Uh, and, you know, it looked like he, he went for what he thought was a stick or a branch on a, a very rocky part of the trail and you know immediately he jumped back and right when he jumped back there commenced a very loud rattling sound very loud rattling sound uh followed by you know just this uh, um just uh you know this this there's just the air took on a very ominous ominous uh Omnimus, ominous, ominous, uh, omnimus. I don't know how to pronounce this word. It's not coming to me. Uh, but you know what I mean. It, the fear was really palpable in the air. And I was just, you know, and so immediately I knew something was up. And then it was hard to tell because it, you know, and I only learned this later after doing some investigation. But, you know, that branch or what Rioja thought was a branch turned out to be, and it was unmistakable. I knew immediately that, you know, once I saw it, um, I was like, and I heard the rattle. I mean, I mean, this is, you know, this is what we've been taught, you know, you know, from a very early age, you know, this is the unmistakable rattle of a rattlesnake. Yes, a rattlesnake. This is the first time I have ever seen a rattlesnake in the wild. And it was just, it was just all inspiring, amazing, awesome, whatever you want to say. It was incredible. And um, it was, this one was the, um, 
as I later found out, it was the timber rattlesnake, also known as the American viper. Yes, you heard that here. The American viper uh, saw it in the flesh. And it was this one, the one that we encountered here. Uh, encountered here first was the, uh, the black phase pattern of the uh, you know variation of the American Viper. The American Viper has two patterns, uh, uh, one being the black phase pattern and the other being the yellow phase pattern. Um, and uh, we'll go into more very soon. Um, but the thing is, you know, immediately, uh, you know, the rattle was unmistakable. We all jumped back and it was just like, what do we do now? Or, you know, there, there was kind of like a, uh, a ledge here, uh, almost like a, a small cliff. And, the, you know, the rattlesnake had really just now you know, had declared its territory, um, you know, that portion of the trail. And, you know, I definitely didn't want to go past it. There wasn't enough space on the trail to go past it. Absolutely not. So, you know, uh, after discussions, you know, and I filmed this rattlesnake uh, as well. So I do have proof that this happened. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty sure I will be posting this at some point on my website at www.fed965.com. That's www.fed965.com. Um, I will definitely be posting this. Um, I think I, it will be under... I will post. I will be posting it under uh, the green and the gray. Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure it will be posted under the green and the gray, or it might be under extra material. I'm not sure yet. That will depend on how generous I am feeling. Um, but the point being is that you know, after discussions, you know, we made our way down the cliff. It wasn't a really, I mean, it's a small, it was a small cliff. Um, we made our way down off the trail. We went, you know, we went off piste, off piste, off piste. I think, you know, that's the, um, um, the skiing term where you go when you don't, when you go back country and, you know, you go off the, um, the main routes there. I think it's piste. I don't know if that's French off piste. We went off piste. I may be butchering that. Point is, we went off the trail. We went really, you know, into the thickets there, and we went around, you know, where this rattlesnake was still rattling. It was extremely territorial, but it did not lunge at us because, you know, it was coiled up. It was re definitely ready to lunge, but it was, uh, you know, very defensive. They are not um, aggressive. They really aren't. Um, and, you know, I then read up on the uh, American uh, Viper, the uh, also known as um, the, you know, the, the Timber Rattlesnake, also known as the Black Rattlesnake, also known as the Eastern Rattlesnake, also known as the Timber Rattler, also known as the Cane Break. Um, and, you know... It really was just incredible. It's extremely loud. It really is. I mean, that rattle is so distinctive. It is. It's so. It's. It's unbelievable to to, to hear it. You know, in person in the wild, just incredible. Um, not to mention, it was. You know, it's the adrenaline was flowing. I mean, um, I also later found out that this is in the top. You know, ten. Um, uh, you know, most of uh, venomous. Uh, 
snakes in the, the United States, and that's in no order there. Um, they don't really, you know, order them. Um, but uh, the point being is it extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous, but um, there are other snakes that are much more aggressive. Um, and so that is why um, that it's actually a very, I think it's a very nice thing that the, you know, this rattlesnake does. It really gives a lengthy warning before it does any kind of, you know, uh, of, of, uh, of attack. It really says, you know, here I am, you know, I'm really telling you right here, can you hear the rattle? Can you hear the rattle? It is rattling. I am telling you, I am right here. Please stay away, you know, find another route because if you come here, and this is my territory, if you, and I was here first, I was here first because that's why I'm rattling because I'm here. So they're not, they don't, they're not known for, you know, they're not going to go into your territory and start rattling. They will start rattling, you know, if you go into their territory. This is, you know, what I've um, gathered from my research. Um, and the point is that, you know, the, the rattle was unmistakable and, you know, really gave a lengthy warning. And I was quite, um, I was quite, you know, impressed by this warning. And um, really, I was thankful for it. I mean, there are other snakes, like I said, that do not give any kind of warning and will just attack you. Uh, and that's really just very different. And, you know, I, I really appreciate the, the warning from the, um, you know, the, the timber rattlesnake. Uh, point is, we did eventually go around. We managed, you know, to uh, the three of us to, uh, you know, get off the ledge there and we you know make our way there are a lot of rocks there but we make because also it is um without going into too many details um this is the time that uh, the rattlesnakes the timber rattlesnake in particular is starting to to uh, to come out of its uh, winter dens you know as the you know the temperature is rising but at the same time, they like to keep cool. So they're always, you know, trying to find shade and uh, stay cool on the rocks. Um, and this one was um, was definitely uh, on the rocks and in the shade. And the trail was, you know, went right through what looked to be like its territory. Um, and so we made our way around. And then, you know, I was just in shock. Uh, first rattlesnake I'd ever seen in the wild. Um, and then we kept going. And... Thing is, uh, I would say about three minutes later, um, Alejandra um, spotted another one, and I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. Uh, and this one was the yellow phase um, uh, variation, and it was. Here's the thing. It was amazing because it was also you know kind of sunbathing. I would say this portion of the trail there was a lot of sun. So it was sunbathing, you know, right there on the trail. And um, I really couldn't believe it. I really couldn't because it didn't, it wasn't rattling. And we went right past it, literally like, you know, like a foot away from it before Alejandra saw it. Um, and, you know, I was really just completely in, uh, in shock and disbelief. I did uh, record it and I will be posting this as well. Uh, but I really couldn't believe that it was um, it wasn't rattling. So you know this leads me to believe that either it thought we were friendlies um, and didn't pose any kind of threat, 
or it was just, you know, maybe it had just had a full meal and it was, you know, lying in the sun. In the sun, as they are cold-blooded animals, they, um, you know, they, they move much uh, uh, slower. They get sluggish in the sun, <clears throat> whereas the, uh, the first rattlesnake was in the shade. So perhaps that is why it was much more, um, uh, you know, sensitive to its surroundings and it was much more on edge. I don't know. I'm only guessing here, um, but but that's what I'm you know that's what I'm guessing. But either way, it was incredible. So the first one was the black phase um, uh, timber rattlesnake, and this one was the yellow phase timber rattlesnake, and it was just absolutely incredible. Um, and you know we we did manage to get around it as well. And luckily, you know, none of us got bit uh, because, I mean, like I said, these things are extremely venomous. And we were out there in the middle of the woods. I don't know what the closest uh, hospital um, it would be. I, I'm not even, I, at least, I think, 40 minutes until we could get, you know, we could arrive at some kind of, you know, healthcare facility at least 40 minutes uh, and in that time i know or, or i've heard at least i don't know but i've heard that this uh venom is definitely you know travels very quickly through the bloodstream um so i don't know if that would have been enough time we might have been goners and that would have been it and that would have been the end of fen 965 the or the end of uh, rioja or the end of um um Alejandra. Uh, in either case, it would have been devastating. Uh, so, the the point I'm trying to make here is that, um, and then eventually, actually, we did, you know, after we went far enough, we made our way back, and the only way back was to go around these, um, you know, the same trail. Is the only way back. Um, it, you know, this trail, it was way too. It kept going way too far to you know to try to to try to do any kind of loop around. There was not enough time for that, so we had to go back. Um, and luckily, the the yellow phase um, rattlesnake was no longer there when we came back. But the second uh, or the first rattlesnake, the um, the black phase uh, rattlesnake, was there. Yes, it was there. Um, but again, uh, and immediately it sensed us immediately. This time it. Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, Rioja, um, um, you know, sniffing it out. It was, it sensed us immediately and we were on the lookout for it as well. And I would say when we were 15 feet away from it, it immediately uh, started rattling. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely didn't want to keep going that way. And we, you know, went back down the cliff and made our way around. But I wanted to go back on the trail first in case it had moved like the um like the um the yellow phase uh rattlesnake um which had moved from the trail um whereas this one you know had stayed on the trail but i wasn't i would rather see it on the trail and know where it was than you know go down the cliff and then there's a lot of rocks there and you know might not have been able to spot it before you know it it, it spotted us and you know and possibly bit us so then, you know, once we got it rattling on the trail, you know, immediately, at, you know, uh, we knew where it was. And if it, then once we, you know, we knew where it was, uh, then we could easily, you know, move around it. 
now as to the fact that there might possibly have been other snakes well you know obviously that was a possibility but can't plan for everything um, point is it was a great walk and you know there was just uh, a lot going on here and um you know then we also went to the um there is a uh, reservoir nearby where um um people go to um to you know to uh, to hang out enjoy uh, get some get some sun in and uh, get in the water and it was all gray it really was all gray hate and um after that um we headed uh, back home um point that i'm trying to make here is that it is sunday and you know i hope everyone's having a great day I hope um, you're you're able to uh, you know get some movement in and get out there and um, enjoy the day, enjoy um, you know the um, you know if ideally you'd be enjoying nature, but I know that there's uh, you know a lot of people live in cities where it is quite hard to enjoy nature. So um, of course there's other things to do, you know, and everyone likes different things anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, do whatever you like to do within reason but enjoy the day um and let's just uh you know keep going from there tomorrow is uh you know a new week yes it is a new week and you know uh, we just got a, we got a lot to do a lot to get to so let's just keep going keep enjoying and you know uh and uh you know i love you and, uh, you know, I will see you soon.